0: This person was uh, a police diver and had seen a lot of traumatic events in his life, um, and he had eczema uh, on the palms of his hands, his oh, wrists, nice. and on his ankles. Mm. Mm. And he he also had an essential tremor. If so, or, or you know, his hand would shake. Uh, it was there most of the time. It was his right hand, only his right hand, and that. ...was only attenuated if he drank alcohol... ...which would relax his muscles and that would go away... ...and he would have successfully drunk something. Now, I'm not sure if i mentioned this one before... ...but I think it's pertinent in this context. And uh, he, he came uh, to see me... ...and he was uh, not specifically asking for hypnotherapy... But he, ...but he wanted some form... ...in some way to be able to relax. And I thought... Well, obviously, there's a hidden story here, and there's a symbolic conversion reaction from something, some kind of trauma. He was a police diver. Uh, he didn't know that I was also a former police officer as well. So I had some you know, insight into the kind of things that he was likely to have gone through. So I wondered whether, whether it was a trauma. Very often, these things are specific traumas or the accumulation of traumas that had caused this dissociative reaction and then the eczema just wouldn't go away. And they told me that he was um, a Christian of a specific kind, um, he was, um, it was Scots, a Scottish uh, branch of the church, he was a Presbyterian I think. Uh, so he was quite disciplined in the way that he would think of himself. So therefore, you, th- you you take on the notion then that this person is likely to be impacting himself through that filter, his religious belief, because this is where he would mm. gain his, uh, his objective understanding of his morality, But you would say, James, in a top-down way. Yeah. So there's, there was a, a clue. And then, of course, there was the eczema. And uh, he said he'd had that since he was a child. Okay. So is there something related to that? And um, oh, no idea, can't remember a thing, nothing, no, no, I don't know what it is. Uh, all the resistances were there. And the resistance was, was very strong because he wouldn't remember anything at all. Um, so I said, Well we can use some we can use some gentle hypnotherapy and we used Chevrolet's pendulum to demonstrate to him that his unconscious mind would cooperate. Of course you never know, mm-hmm. you have to ask. Mm-hmm. But it confirmed that it would, which was good for, for me. Yeah. And so uh, we did uh, a very gentle, hypnotic induction, and once we'd got the, uh, the idiomosis signal and confirming that the unconscious was open to communication with me, I just asked if, if it would be all right if this person would, at a time that was right for them, remember what he needed to remember without feeling any anxiety or stress, and that when that time happened, he'd be able to come back and tell me, and we could move him on. And he got up and he looked out the window, and the lights w- w- were going down. Street lights were on. It was pretty pretty late at night. And uh, there were traffic lights there, uh, and the traffic lights were on red. And I could see past him, the traffic lights were on red. And he went to Amber, and he moves a little bit like an idiomotor, green, and he, he jolted. Didn't say anything. I just, okay, note that he, he's still semi in this, this trans state. And we said our goodbyes, and he went. And I watched his car, I went down to the traffic lights, they're on red, Amber, green, and he drove through. And I just felt I have to watch him till he goes. and watched him. Go- there was a slight hill where, where we were based at the time. Went up the hill, over the hill, disappeared, as if he was going back into the unconscious. Anyway, he got back in touch and he said, I remembered as I went through the traffic lights. Mm-hmm. I remembered and now I have to tell you. And he came in and he said that when he was a child, his mother would give him uh, cod liver oil every morning and he would take it on the spoon and then, and then she would hand him a glass of water and he would drink the water to wash it down, and he would go to school. This one morning, he just refused. It would make him sick. And she said, you'll be the death of me. Off you go. So off he went, thinking, great, I didn't have my Codville or oil. Then he came home from school and found her dead. The shock of that, and being a child, and the Christian guilt, which, you know, complex if you like, which then impacted upon him, was sufficient to create eczema a stigmata he was crucifying himself through guilt he was then with his brother asked to travel down his elder brother to travel down by train to birmingham where where he had relatives and the train stopped uh, he had to catch a connection got off on on, on the station platform uh, and he, he went to a kiosk with his brother and he was served a drink and a man handed him a glass like his mum would do. and He reached out to take it and he couldn't and his hand started to shake. And those things had stayed with him for 40 years, unresolved. So unresolved that he'd suppressed the connection from consciousness, but still bore the stigmata, still bore the guilt of the shaking hand. And he dealt with so many traumatic events in his life. And he was so well protected and shut down It was nothing was going to get to him unless his unconscious said it's okay now because in the sense of a transference going back to the beginning of this podcast that this particular therapist because he's asked in the right way politely and reassured there'll be no violent ab reaction of emotion or contact with things that will hurt or disturb you we will allow you to remember and to associate those memories again and we were able then to remove the shaking hand to lift the guilt out from him and to remove the eczema, which we did in subsequent hypnotherapy sessions. I can say now with all confidence, no other form of therapy would have achieved that, none. And yet it was at a psychodynamic level of depth. You had the conversion reaction, which Freud and Breuer would have recognized and understood. You had all the elements that Jung would have understood about a dynamic unconscious and about complexes and about guilt and religion, all of that was there. But it took hypnotherapy to access it and then to remove the physical symptoms and restore that person back to wholeness where they felt they were unburdened by guilt for the death of their mother. And he would carried that through the whole of his police service. And I'm mentioning that not because there's anything special about me but because the technique works. It really does. You have to open yourself up to the way that the psyche itself wants things to be done do not impose anything upon it you will become ineffective can I just say Steve there's a lesson there for the therapist in that too about yeah. not assuming that you've actually healed that person yes uh, which is important for the transference too isn't it it's Absolutely. an important part of it yeah that you don't you don't take credit yeah. Yeah. for that yeah. Um, Absolutely. Oh, gosh, yeah. Yeah. Um, if, if I'm superstitious about anything in that regard, it will be this, that the minute or the moment, the very second that you feel any suspicion that this is something special about you that's yes. achieved that, yeah. whatever gift is working through you mm-hmm. or in the relationship mm-hmm. you have in the moments that person will absent itself yes. in punishment for your hubris. Yes. yes. And I, yes. Know that well that yeah. I know that that is true. I know that that is true. It is a moment of grace it for is. those of you who are spiritually orientated. Yes. This comes from outside of you. And the and again I agree with Jung, at that point only things, only religions can name those forces that are present and they are transpersonal outside of you. Yes. And that's part of the respect that you must have, that you are mm. privileged enough mm. to have been part of a process that has helped another human being. Yes. And and that is of such immense value in this world where each grain of sand that helps another person to relieve their suffering is a good thing but do not attach yourself to it yeah. it's not you, no. you know, you're the no. messenger not the message yeah. it's so important and that's part of the way that we train uh, therapists as well hopefully to have out of respect for the psyche that naturally arising uh, inner humility however you may manipulate your persona in order to help another person on the inside you need to know exactly who's in charge and it's not you and that protects everyone it does indeed it does it does it gives you boundaries because you have a boundary on the inside that stops you inflating if you don't have that and then you get off on power and on influence then your boundary will inflate to fill the room and it will consume the people you're supposed to be helping and that becomes a problem in their life as well as your own